0: Welcome to the First Church Podcast, a resource of First Church of God in Columbia City, Indiana. Our goal is to provide you with tools that you can use to help you in your new or growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Hi, I'm Jordan Chapel. I'm the middle school pastor here at First Church of God. Welcome to the podcast. Today in our timeless series, we're in the book of Micah uh, in the minor prophets. And the book of Micah is written on behalf of the prophet Micah. And he's speaking to the leaders of Israel um, and and the people who were kind of in charge of everything that was going on. And he was warning them about this injustice that he saw amongst them. And there was two distinct kind of injustices happening. What we had was there was leaders who were like allotting land to the highest bidder, and so it was really marginalizing uh, the lower class and the poor people, and so they were never able to get a leg up, and they were never able to, uh, to really advance in society because it was constantly going to the people with the money, and they were accepting bribes. And then the priests were doing a similar sort of thing where uh, they would like give God's blessing, although I, because it was uh, unjust... I would argue that they couldn't really grant God's blessing, but to to kind of the highest bidder and like, hey, if you can put some money in my back pocket, I will give a blessing to you. And so uh, we saw we see uh, the prophet Micah really addressing these situations and saying, listen, this is not what God intended, and he really gives them some some kind of humbling warnings when he talks about like because of this stuff that that is happening in your midst. God is going to do something. Um, And it says like in chapter two, it says, therefore, thus says the Lord, because of all of this injustice, because of all of this uh, division of land that's unjust, here's what's going to happen. Against this family, I'm devising a disaster from with... Uh, from which you cannot remove your necks, and so he's saying, like, there's something that's going to happen that's because of this. It's it's going to be really, really bad for the people of Israel, and because the leaders are leading in such a way that doesn't reflect who I am. Uh, we're going to have to kind of course correct. And, and the way that that's happening this time is through this, this judgment that they had to endure. And in chapter six, uh, Micah says, um, really points the way forward for us in how we're supposed to go about godly living. And I think just like it was for Israel as they battled injustice and this separation between classes and all of that stuff, uh, just as much as it was for them, I think it's it's a good uh, exhortation Exhortation for us in how we choose to go about following God in our day-to-day life, because I've had a lot of people ask me, like, "What? how is my life supposed to be marked? Like, what is the thing? Yes, I want to I love Jesus. I want to follow Jesus. But what does that look like? And Micah gives us a really good roadmap of, like, the practical day-to-day implications. He says, what does the Lord require of you? And that immediately perks my ears up, because I go, like, I want to do what God wants. And so, if these are the things that God wants that Micah's about to lay out, those are the things that I want to do, he says. But to do justice— to love kindness, another translations say love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. So we need to do justice. We need to be active participants in justice, meaning when we see injustice in our world, we need to go about uh, being reconcilers of that because we see something that isn't right in our world and we get to go about uh, making those things right. So when we see food scarcity, we get to go about making that thing right as Jesus' followers. When we see oppression and people's voices be, being silenced, we get to, uh, just like Jesus gave us freedom and gave us power, we get to be a part of, of liberating and freeing the captives and giving voices to the voiceless and hope to the hopeless. And so when someone's oppressed, we get to be a part of uh, of reconciling that situation. We get to participate in justice. And a lot of people push back against it, but I think Mike is making it really clear here that that's one of the things that God is asking us to do. That is in the heartbeat of God is to participate in justice. And it says, and then to love kindness, just like the mercy that we've been shown, we need to be extenders of that mercy to one another. And so instead of getting really angry with one another, we get to show them the same mercy that we have been shown by God. And then lastly, he says, and then just walk humbly. So like do the right things, uphold uh, what is just, uphold things that are right, be merciful, give each other forgiveness, give each other second chance after second chance after second chance, just like I've given you. And then inside of that, remember how you are oriented in the created order. Like walking humbly with our God means we understand the orientation of the relationship. We understand that we are submitting to God, that we are living under his lordship and under his sovereignty, and we want to walk it out inside that. So if you ever have questions about what you're supposed to do in any given situation, this is my encouragement for you. What is the just thing to do what's the right thing to do in that situation what gives a voice to the voiceless what what liberates the oppressed what is the merciful or the kind thing to do in that situation? What, what forgives? What shows God's mercy? And then what does it look like in that situation as you're trying to make the decision to humble yourself as you walk with God? Because if we follow this framework, if we follow the framework laid out in Micah 6, 8, I think we're going to have a world and I think we're going to have a church that more fully reflects the glory and the goodness of our God.